Hey guys, I'm back. Let's talk about uh, Ready to Love DC season five, episode 10. And um, I forget the name of the episode. I think it's uh, about uh, removing the mask or showing the real self, whatever the case may be. That's what this episode is about. Now, the last episode ended where, you know, we had, who was up? Um, Cornelius and i want to say naeem i think cornelius and naeem were up for elimination and <clears throat> we find out that you know um camille has to eliminate cornelius and she's crying and she's putting on the dramatics and the waterworks all that good stuff and he was like, you know, it's cool. He took it in stride. You know, he got in his confessional and yet again mentions how he wished he would have extended himself a little bit more out there to try to make other connections. And, you know, he just, I think we only saw him, Cornelius, having dates with, I know he went out with Courtney. And I don't think he went out with anybody else. So he didn't really allow himself to... Uh, I don't know if he, he made a choice because he didn't want to see other ladies or it was just he was afraid of Camille. The way we're seeing it is as if Camille was controlling him. So then Camille also was like, you know what? You're my only connection. I want to try to make this work. Therefore, I'm going to walk out the door with you. I'm self-eliminating because I just don't see where this can go like i don't need to try to stick around for another week knowing i'm going to get eliminated because i'm not trying to connect with anyone else which makes sense now that was a prediction i made that cornelius would be eliminated so i'm glad that camille and cornelius are gone it was as if they've made their connection or at least camille believes she's made her connection and having them gone is like great you know you've made your connection and um there it is we're done so we let's and i'm not i'm not going in any particular order so we get a chance to see i'm gonna go let's see who's left uh, walter walter and sabrina meet up for dinner and walter has seemed to be moving funny as it pertains to sabrina now that he knows sabrina used to be a stripper okay she was a dancer stripper back you know, 20 years ago. And that just, that didn't sit well with him. You can tell he was, he was, he was put off by that. And when we get to this dinner or lunch, whatever it was, he is still making some snide remarks. I don't know if Sabrina caught it. He even said at one point, she looks like a madam. I just, I felt like Walter was judging Sabrina. I felt like there was a lot of judgment going on. I felt like he has a hard time dealing with the fact that she used to be a dancer back in the day or a stripper and that bothers him and he's judging her. And it was hard to tell whether or not Sabrina was catching the shade that he was throwing out there, trying to joke and, you know, but I, I don't see for him and Sabrina. I don't think that he's looking or willing to look past her past and move forward. I just don't believe he's trying to do that. And I think he, the dinner went well. I mean, it seemed a lot more relaxed than when he's with Moomin, because he's already established, I, I, I don't think Moomin and I are going to work. And she's already at that point, like, child, I'm over it. You know, I'm not whatever it is, you know, what it is type situation. 
So that's interesting to see that. Now, speaking of Moomin, Moomin actually goes out with Frank. Now, Frank is, they're walking down uh, the DC area and talking about the monument and a little bit of history. And Frank has got a situation on his hand. Moomin, you know, says that she would like to get to know Frank more and move forward with the dating process. And Frank appears to be okay with that. Moomin and uh, what's her name? Sydney are very, very different. Sydney is a party girl. You know, she's out in that life, you know, the same type of party life that Frank is in. So there's familiarity between, between the two of them. But I don't think that Sydney is ready to settle down. Whereas Moomin wants to get to that phase. So it's going to be an interesting thing for Frank to determine, is he going with the party girl life still, or is he willing to set, settle down? And that's something that um, he needs to figure out. What is it that he truly wants? And I feel like it would be nice for him to try to continue to date Moomin, uh, to see where that leads. I feel like, like I said, unless he's inter unless he says to himself, I still want to party, then you got Sydney. Sydney is that girl. Um, uh, Dante and Aisha. They meet up and, you know, we get a little more insight. Um, <laughs> Aisha apparently had, uh, you know, when they were at the resort, I guess she went out to get a little sun and relax and she did it topless and Dante saw her out there topless. He was quite impressed. Dante really likes Aisha. He really does. He's, um, it, it showed the night of that argument. You know, he was right there by her side, letting her know the, you know, it's okay. You know, don't give into the whole mean girl mentality. I like the way he, handle the situation and subsequently the day after conversation or maybe a couple of days after you know when aisha was going down that path again of reliving what happened in that moment and he was like look we're not going to even go down that path let's talk about us let's talk about us moving forward and i feel like he generally is interested and i don't think it's just a physical attraction i think he generally wants to give the situation uh, a chance, this whole relationship, a chance to grow. And Aisha is okay with that. I think Aisha has come to a point where she's like, yeah, you know, I like our conversation. I like our time together. It's, a, you know, you can tell when things are just at ease with people. Like there isn't a lot of uh, um, pressure points being pushed. You can see they have an easy conversation. They are in agreement, seem to be aligned I like these two together. This is a great thing. Now, we're going to go from a very peaceful situation to a not so peaceful situation. And that's the whole Zadia and Dante uh, date. Um, Dante calls Zadia for a date. She is already on 10 because she really wanted to get to know Dante. She was really featuring Dante more so than Naeem, as we really talk about that. So she gets there, and you can see his tension going on there. And she's expressing how she felt like she was mishandled. She felt like, um, you know, that she's 
not winning, that she, you know, she's putting all her eggs in this basket with Dante and he's not reciprocating. And, you know, and he's trying to explain to her, he was like, look, I've been trying to get to understand you and get to know you. And you have been making it very difficult. He said, I'm not going to keep knocking the door and you just not going to answer. It's, it's, that's just not working for me. It's not working. And she was like, well, you know, your energy changed when we was at the resort. And I just didn't like the way you were moving. And then you was all, all up and around, Aisha. And she said, then we get into deliberations. She said, I didn't even feel protected. I'm sitting there and I'm finding out that you don't give Aisha a massage. You know, I'm finding out that you and, and Aisha seem to be clicking. And I thought we had something going on. And you didn't even at least tell me before I go into the women's deliberation what's going on with you and Aisha. I didn't feel protected. And Dante said, hold on. It's not like you tell me things uh, or uh, 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 like you you help me out and give me information about what you got going on. So when I go into the men's deliberation, I'm not feeling protected with you. You know, I come in there and I find out what I find out you know, in terms of who the guys are dating and who's of their interest and all that good stuff. You don't give me a heads up. You don't tell me anything. I've been asking you where we are when I could get a chance to speak to you and you're being dismissive. So now you want to get an attitude because of, you know, so Zadie feels as though Dante is just not being upfront and honest. And so she then then she goes back and she's like, look, where are we not, where are you right now in terms of this process? Dante's like, hey, look, I'm really feeling Aisha. That that's the honest truth. So you know Zadia didn't care for that, right? She was like, okay, cool. Then she was very insulting about Aisha. Well, she doesn't have any depth and she's boring and she's it was like, why are we insulting Aisha? For what reason? It's like Zadia is very immature. And she starts, you know, being very dismissive of Aisha. She goes and talks negatively about her. It just didn't make any sense. So she goes to leave. Then I guess, I don't know, she changed her mind because she really, she really at this point is infuriated. And she comes back and she gets all in Dante's face. Now she's punched, she's poking him on the nose and she's telling him how you're not going to treat me like this. And just go, it was, she got physical. And she's all in his face, all aggressively. It was such a bad look, a horrible look. And the worst thing about it was she put her hands on him. He sat there patiently. Um, he didn't put his hands on her. I just felt like at that moment, I knew that Zadia was going to get sent home. I knew that. I said, ain't no way they're going to keep her around. That was completely uncalled for. And we now see how you respond in you know, situations where things don't go your way. Mm-mm, girl, uh-uh. I think that Zadia is used to possibly being the main chick in the room. She looks nice. She's got a great body and think men just going to drop, drop down on the floor for her or something. I don't know. But that whole attitude that she had, putting her hands on this man, I said, she gone. She is gone. I don't even have to get to the deliberation part to know she's out. She's done. She's out. It's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> so then, let's see, Phil and Shiloh. Now, this is a situation where Phil has been having a really good time in this process. 
Now, Phil has been getting around. Phil has been doing the process and, and, and organically trying to get to know these women, unlike earlier in the season where we had Corey copy and pasting the same things to a lot of much ladies to try to get their attention. Phil is being more organic with it. We saw him initially, I think him and, uh, well, him and Shiloh started off initially cool and been moving forward, but he's also had dates with Aisha and he enjoys her. Uh, he's also had a date with, um, let me see, was I, uh, well, Tressa, who's no longer there. Um, and he's also been out with Miss Sydney. Okay. When he's with Shiloh, I think the energy is she keeps using these tools from her being a, a intimacy coach. She uses a lot of therapy tools to talk to him. And that's a problem. And I think Phil's issue is like, look, I just want to have regular conversation. I don't need to have all these therapeutic questions. I don't need to feel like I'm in a a therapy session. I just want to get to know you and it should happen organically. I don't feel like she's, I think Shiloh's intention with trying to understand Phil, she's doing it in a therapeutic manner and it's not working. I don't think she sees that because she even complained, you know, he's not opening up to her and she, she's been very open and she even let him know that I feel you're my number one connection and I want to put my eggs in this basket. And Phil's like, okay, uh, I'm not sure where I am yet. He's still, you know, keeping his options open. So speaking of options open, we see Phil goes out with Sydney. Now, this is purely, in my opinion, nothing but a physical attraction there. They're having dinner. Sydney's, you know, uh, they're, you know they're, they're flirting with one another. I didn't feel like it was too, too in-depth. Um, you know, Phil does mention his confessionals how, you know, he the one regret he has in life is that he never had children before his mother had passed away. And that's very important for him. He does feel like that's an important aspect of his life and, and that he wish he could have done that before she moved on. Um, you know, he mentions that to, to Sydney and Sydney's asking about, you know, how long she, she, she's been gone. And, you know, she is asking a few different questions about who he is and what his interests are. And um, then we get back into the flirty flirty. Okay. Back there again. <laughs> Then she was like, you want to wet your whistle? I was like, oh, wow. Okay, girl. And, you know, there he's kissing her arm. And I feel like it's purely sexual energy. And I think that's it's just a physical thing between the two of them. I don't think that there's anything else beyond that, right? Um, who else? Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Let's see who's remaining. Shiloh, okay, she's with Phil. Aisha's with Dante. Zadia's with no one. Well, I uh, I guess with Naeem, but I don't see it. So let's talk about that. So let's get to, oh, well, I talked about that. Okay. Oh, let's get to the men's lounge. So of course, you know, you know, Tommy wants to know how they're feeling, who they're really featuring, and all that good stuff. And Frank's like, well, you know, I'm featuring both Moomin and Sydney. And so Phil's like, well, I'm featuring Shiloh and Sydney. 
And I think Frank was a little surprised when he heard Sydney's name again coming out of Phil, uh, Phil's mouth. So he was looking like, uh, okay. Walter goes on and says, look, I'm, you know, I, I, Mumin and I are not, it's not working. Um, I still have some reservations about Sabrina and her past. And I'm glad that Tommy spoke up like, look, I mean, that was in the past. And the rest of the guys was like, so what? She was a dancer. And I feel like Walter's judging. I don't see it. I mean, right now he feels like Sabrina is his number one connection. But in honesty, I don't even think like he really, I think he's disconnected because of her past and he is judging her. Uh, who else we got? We got um, when Naeem is saying that his number one pick is Zadia. So then we get on the topic of Zadia. So then Dante talks about the date and how he even got physical. Everybody looking around the room like, what? You know, um, how it, it just was a bad look. It was a bad look, a bad date. And, you know, Tommy's committed him on, you know, keeping cool. You know, that was, I, all the guys was looking like, damn, that wasn't a good move at all. And I think they, they, they obviously put Zadia in the bottom as a result of that. Um, I think the other person who got put in the bottom, I think it was Mumin, if I'm not mistaken. And when we go and, and the people that, you know, because the funniest thing, the interesting thing about the whole deliberation was how Naeem was going hard for Miss Zadia, despite hearing all this. And so Tommy's like, does any of this bother you that you're hearing about Zadia? Oh, oh well, that's not the way she acted when she was with me. And, and her energy is different with me. And I'm not accepting this stuff that where I'm hearing about her. And Tommy's looking at him like, and all the other guys in the room looking like, are you serious? And for me, I felt like it was more about self-preservation at that point. I think that Naeem knew he doesn't, he, he was fighting because for him to stay in the process, he would need Zadia. And that's why he was doing all that. And, you know, we later find out that he had rethought all of that stuff that had been mentioned. So we see Walter and Mumin, they're talking. And, and Mumin was like, I'm very surprised that Walter called me. Like, what's tea? What's going on? And Momin has some things to say. And she was, she, she had a, you know, things she wanted to get off her chest. And she let Walter know how she felt, you know, discarded at the resort. He's not as attentive. And, you know, um, you know, most of his attention was on Sabrina and all of that. And Walter's like, look, I when I'm having a situation or a conversation, I like to finish the conversation. I don't like people getting up and walking away, especially if we're not on the same page. And I like to work things through and your behavior, it just was off-putting to me. I'm glad, I mean, they had a really good conversation without getting like Zadia got. They were able to express their differences um, and understand that they're going in two different directions. Very mature conversation. So Zadia has to meet up with Phil. And she's got on this great looking dress. Phil's like, oh, you're doing all that? You know, he's like, okay, I'm impressed. But then Phil's like, look, I, let's get to the chase here. And, and he said uh, about your date with Dante. And Zadie was like, what about it? He was like, come on now. And he said, we talked about it. Dante gave his perspective on it. I want to hear your, your, your side of the story. And, you know, Zadie was like, look, you know, I, I was a little bit, under, you know, I didn't like the way I was handled. I didn't like the way he treated me, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's not taking ownership or accountability for her own actions. And Phil is trying to get her to understand what she did was out of order and wrong. But Zadia is like, 
I'm not trying to hear that. And then she finally said, look, I know what you're here to tell me, you know, that I'm not ready to love. He was like, how are you going to take the words out of my mouth? She said, let's just let's just get to it and stop, you know, dancing around the whole situation because we know where you are with this. Uh, <laughs> it feels like, OK, that's cool. I mean, like I said, Zadia just, child, she's gone. So Mameen gets a chance to stay yet another day. So then we see, normally the show ends at that point, right? So then we see Naeem meeting up with Tommy. And Naeem comes by and he's like, look, I've had time to think. It's been a few days. I know Zadi has been eliminated. And honestly, I had to really think about all the things that they said in the men's lounge, what was told. At that moment in time, I was fighting for Zadia because she was my only connection. And Tommy was like, okay. And uh, he said, that's understandable. He's, um, but what did you learn from everything that you heard? He said, I thought about it and uh, it's not a good look. That's not what I want in my life. I don't want that level of drama. I don't want that. And Tommy's like, okay. Um, I'm glad that you'd had a chance to think about certain things because, you know, it was kind of concerning that you were back there in the men's lounge, not trying to hear it. So then Naeem is like, you know what? Um, because Zadia was my only connection at, you know, and then they, they also talked about the way Zadia got so triggered. Here's what Tommy mentioned. He said, you know, you need to really think about the fact that Zadia and Dante's conversation and her being as triggered as she was, do you think you were her number one pick? And, you know, I think at that point, Naeem was like, hmm, probably not. So he made the decision to self-eliminate. He said, there's no one else here. I'm, it's too late in the process for me to try to make any more connections. And I'm good. And Tommy was like, that's cool. See, you know, we'll we'll see you at the reunion. And I think Naeem made the right choice. Um, I don't think Zadi was ever into him. I didn't realize that Zadi was that into Dante, but apparently, apparently she was, I guess. Um, so it looks like next week they're going to meet some family members. Uh, so we're going to see how that works out. But I I thought the episode was pretty cool. I, I, I think that we are finally getting to some place as far as kind of somewhere with people are connecting. Um, I think the only connection I can see potentially happening is probably Frank and Mumin. Because I don't see Walter connecting with Sabrina. I don't think Phil's going to actually connect with Shiloh. And from the previous, look like something happens and Shiloh is like in tears. So I don't know what happened there. Um, I don't think Sabrina's, I don't know. Sabrina and Phil, if, like I said, that's probably nothing but more a physical thing. Um, who else is left there? Uh, Dante, oh, Dante and Aisha. I think that's the only relationship that could potentially go somewhere, in my opinion. The Dante and Aisha one. So, but we'll see next week. That's my review. Talk to you guys later. Peace.